as the Nationals are strike away from franchise history and some World Series history. Swing and a miss! Swing and a miss! Swing and a miss! And a World Series Game 7 winning Curly W is in the books! It's not a dream! It's not a desert mirage! It's Lord Stanley! And he is coming to Washington! Oh, great crossover. Got him. That's called getting put on skates. Down to two, down to one, and the Washington football team with the upset in Pittsburgh. Handing the Steelers their first loss of the season, coming back from 14-0 down. What a win. The show by the fans for the fans. Covering all four major sports in the District of Champions. It's the DC Crossover Podcast with your hosts, Mike Cerrone and Ben Simpson. Hello and welcome to episode 166 of the DC Crossover. I'm Ben Simpson. That is Mike Cerrone. Glad to be back on another Monday evening live. Um, If you are watching live feel free to drop a comment below and uh, we will in the chat and we'll address them um we haven't really been promoting the fact that we are going live so um, typically if you are interested in joining the show live we're usually going either a monday night or tuesday night around this time around 6 30 p.m eastern time so if you do want to hop in you get notified if you are a subscriber to the YouTube account, which you should be, and then uh, you know on Twitter as well at the DC crossover for the main account, um, you get notified there as well. So, you know what the one thing I yeah. want to say about the about the the socials? Now I understand because now we're back on restream. The thing I want to check is see, or we might have already checked it before, is the ad channels bit. I want to see if it has TikTok on there. Now, I don't. It probably doesn't, because right. I mean, TikTok. No matter how big it gets right now, how everyone's like TikTok, you know, all day every day, it still doesn't take precedent over YouTube, Facebook, even Twitch, stuff like that for streaming sites. Right. Which TikTok Live is a huge deal, so you would think that they would actually have it on there, um, but I I do realize why they they don't because I guess it just doesn't you know. I mean, it does. It doesn't compute. I guess you could say with the big names, like like I said, like YouTube and Facebook. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, anytime I've seen somebody go live on TikTok, they're usually doing that weird. Like, have you seen that? Like the battle oh, and, thing. And the, are they doing the battle? Wait, which, which battle are you talking about? Because I've seen a b- bunch of different ones. I've seen like where it's like head to head, and there's like yeah. a little bar at the top. Yep. And they're like they're trying. I don't even know how you're supposed to be filling it up. They're like lo- like if you like Trump and then like if or or, or do a smiley face. Oh and yeah, like, Bye. That too. Like, seen they that. do that thing, but then they do the the I mean the NPC crap is just all over me. Oh my god, you ever seen that? Yeah, yeah. Like the AI NPC, whatever it is, where they're they're sitting there and they're like, "Thank you for the rose, very smelly" or something like and then that. I, the one oh, that's hit my algorithm a lot recently, also for the lives, is like. They'll be like pretending to be asleep, and they'll be like, you know, yeah. like for, for to make my car go forward, and like do this to make it go to the right, and like you direct it or whatever. Is that what the sleeping bit is? Because I have never really, really looked into it. Yeah, because, I, I think so. Because I I've seen people like because they're like they're, take control, like you take control, I'll be asleep, and like you can take control. <laughs> or 
Well, I haven't seen the thing is I've seen people that have been like in like basically Fortnite lobbies and they act like they're asleep. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, dude. It's Which, it's a, internet is so may, maybe I miss the right. gameplay version of it, but I don't understand what they, like what's the what's the I mean like especially the cause the NPC thing it's they're they're like they're like uh oh my god like when, when they get like a like a lightning bolt like gift right, or something like right, that right right and then they're I mean then then they're like thank you for the follow and they're like my favorite video right now in my like, it's weird man is I don't know if you've seen these but it's it's like I'm mesmerized is it'll be like a bunch of different types of cars and it's a simulation of like hey would the 1966 Chevy like make it like what would happen what would yeah, be I the survival those. percentage be if it like when it like jumps over the cliff and stuff and it'll show like 10 different types of cars that's yeah. heavy in, in my rotation right now is that George is it, not George is that is that uh, uh Grand Theft Auto no no it's like some sort of like simulation uh, program so, I know what it is yeah something um, it's a it's a, it's it. what they what they call it um I think it has uh I think it has a maybe it has a five in it or something. I know exactly what you're. No, it's a Beam MG. Sure, whatever, I, whatever I think, I think it is. What it's called? It's got me hooked in. I I love seeing like, <laughs> all right, what's going to be the survival percentage for this yeah. Toyota Prius? <laughs> like you know, j- jumping off the roof of this building. Like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's very entertaining. Um, that has been heavy, heavy in the rotation. But uh, a lot to get to on today's program. We will talk uh, some commanders talk, but. Uh, we're also going to be doing a lot of Squid Game talk because um, oh yeah, uh, that has the if you have not watched Squid Game the Challenge, we will tell you when we're going to be talking about the show. So you ha- do have a spoiler alert uh, when we get to that point. Uh, we do encourage you to go watch it though because it's highly entertaining. But before we get into all that, I did want to mention you know just as far as the weekend goes. So I did attend uh, Bert Kreischer, the comedian, was live uh, did a live show at. George Mason University, um, and I, I, I want to tell you about this because um, <laughs> the, before the show started, so they had two big screens on the stage. This is an arena, so you know it's a big, a lot of, lot of people. They had two big screens, and before the show started, they had a camera kind of going around like you would see at a sporting event. And because the show was called the Tops Off Tour, it would go around and find like fat guys, and fat guys would stand up. And take their shirt off, and there Please was, there was like music playing. No, 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 no. <laughs> I was gonna say, how much money f- for you and uh, for you to stand up in this arena full of people, take your shirt off, and do a little, you know, thirty second dance on camera? How much money for you? Wait, so I have to do thirty seconds? No, maybe not thirty seconds. Call it fifteen seconds. Fifteen seconds is a long time. It is. It is. It is. And that's what the, that was probably about what it was. So what? Fifteen. Fifteen seconds. You're standing up. You're shirtless. The camera is zoomed in on you. You're on both of the double big screens in the arena. Um, what, how much money to do that? Especially, especially George Mason. So you know. Now, granted, I didn't even know he was in town. So <laughs> sure. the marketing was pretty bad. Right. Right. Because uh, right. I probably would have gone to it. Right. Too. Right. You would have loved it. Um, it was a good show. Uh, I would say amount of money because there's locals there people probably know me yep i would probably have to throw in it probably had to be four digits <laughs> four digits yeah because <laughs> again you have to think about it dude F- 15 seconds yeah. is i mean if you think four about it time. this way think about if you're for instance dribbling a basketball yeah and then all of a sudden like you stop and then someone's guarding you how long the five seconds from the ref takes sure sure 
you're dancing that entire time with your shirt right. off times three. Busting out all <laughs> the moves. Now, what would the moves be, you think? Would you just kind of just kind of go for it, just kind of like flailing the body around, or would you have a specific route you would go from a move? You don't have to do it on camera right now, but is there a specific route you would go? We'll do that. The... We'll do that off air. Yeah, yeah, that would uh... be a private screening. <laughs> uh... <laughs> do you have like a go-to dance move with my clothes on? Yes, sure. So would you would you would that translate to the shirtless? No, because okay. the problem is, like for instance, for my buddy's wedding. Uh, I was the best man, and I came in, and uh, we didn't really have a huge plan. Sure. Um, but the uh, maid of honor is a little bit taller than me. Like she was like six two, so it's kind of embarrassing in the first place. And I'm not a small person. No. Like I, I'm not. I'm you like look like a, a regular guy. I, yeah, I'm like average height and stuff like that. I'm, I'm like close to. I'm like five eleven or yeah, so. We're about the same. Um, height. Yeah. And uh, I came in, and I told, or and before I went in, I told her, I said, hey. I'm just going to start like acting like I'm riding a horse and then like you start like hitting me with a whip and then okay. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't I don't know where it went from. So I need to show Why you the video. Why would she be whipping? Okay. Never mind. I, I don't want to think too much about it. Because yeah, I'll have to show it to you because okay. I, I, I kind of panicked because I didn't know what to do. Yeah. Uh, you know, and people were expecting me to do something fun. Yeah. Um, and of course, you know, someone called me Magic Mike. Um, so That's a good time a, to take your shirt off. I I should have, even though I rented it. Um, so, <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. There's there's the moves that make you, if your shirt's on, make you funny. But then when your shirt's off, it makes you uh, other body parts move really fast Oof. and all over yeah. the place. Yeah, that's a problem. <laughs> that's a problem. So yeah, there's not really a go. There, I, I might have to do like the. The awkward stare. You ever done that? Oh, like, yeah, like, that um, like just like kid sit- at the College World Series. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yep. Do something yeah. like that, or or even or even just do like uh, uh, see, I don't even know, man. Because you could do again, like uh, you're facing away from the camera, and then you do a quick like turn of the head and turn around and then stare <laughs> it down. That could yeah, be, that could be do, a nice do, one. Do a, fu- a funny bit. Like the right. dance part is Oof. is something that I'm like, ooh, yeah. You know, it's. The and dancing you, issue is 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 a problem. These gentlemen, they were not afraid of uh, for zero dollars. These guys, and I'm talking about guys that are like twice the size of us, and we're already big gentlemen. There were some uh, big boys at the Bur- at the Burt Kreischer show. Um, I'm sure. Which, like, uh, I will say, like, one of my biggest pet peeves now, and I don't know if it's just because I'm big now, is like sitting in like a, a seat at a live show. And like, yeah, and, and yeah. you're cr- scrunched in there. It's the most uncomfortable thing on the planet. It yeah. really is. Like, I, you can't move. So I had a stranger to my left, and I had Dan to my right. So it's like, you know, when yeah. you know the person next to you, it's like it, you don't feel as bad if you're like infringing on their space. But this poor woman <laughs> sitting on my left, I was like, I even told her I did the bit. Like when I sat down, I was like, hey, if I get like if I get too much in your space or you need more room, just let me know. Because I was like, <laughs> I was like, I don't want to, I don't want this poor lady to be like, you yeah. know, like turning her whole body away from this ogre that's sitting next to her. <laughs> But uh, dude, I'm t- like it, anything I go to now that I'm sitting in like a seat, it's like it's like these seats are too small. They, whatever yeah. a lot of these arenas built their seats, it was like, oh yeah, America is not that fat. And it's like no, America is really <laughs> fat. We need bigger seats. Well, the the funny thing about that is w- when you talk about the heftier gentlemen that are when I say hefty, I mean like like you know hefty, 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 yeah. like the, yeah. like the garbage bags, right? Um, you know, like we're just 
one hefty. Sure. So yeah, you know, w- w- yeah, <laughs> they're not we're not three. Okay. So basically, when you see those guys, they're just gone. I don't to the know how they do it. They just they just don't care. Right. So they don't. They're like. I'm not going to get any smaller than this because they just give up, basically. Right, right. So right, right, right. when they give up, then all of a sudden they're like, yep, this is who I am, so deal, deal with it. <laughs> I'm yeah. dying at 55, but I'm, I'm good right <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah. 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 And so those, are the, those people just don't care. But for us, it's like... Like we know that we should not be this right, big. Right, right. We, <laughs> so we know that we could be good looking if we just gave a little effort yeah. and lost the weight. Yeah, yeah. I mean, buffalo chicken dip is just too good. We're in that middle ground of, like you said, where it's like we haven't given up completely. We're in the worst place you could possibly be because, like, you still have an uphill battle to climb if you want to get back down to like a good weight. Um, but you could also easily just give up and like you know let yourself go. Like uh, it's 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 a tough well, spot. We're also in that that little you know bad age of purgatory here, yeah. where basically it's hard enough to lose, but for some reason like you keep getting on the scale, and for some reason it just keeps going up like by one or two every now and then, and you're just like. How is, How is this possible? possible? Yeah, <laughs> like I I ate bread yeah. like once in the last year. You're like intermittent. <laughs> you're you'll intermittent fast for a day, and like the next day you'll step on the scale and it'll be like five pounds heavier. And you'll be like, how <laughs> how is that possible? It doesn't make sense. No, yeah. it's uh it's a tough spot, but no, it, it's it was a great show, but um not not nothing really funny to report with that. But I just wanted to get your thoughts on. The shirtless dancing, because well, what would it what would it cost you though? Because again, I say four. I, figures. I wouldn't go up to four, but I'd say like you hand me. 500 bucks you, you hand me five crisp 100 dollar bills i'll get up and do a 15 second dance with my shirt off now who's to say i won't immediately leave the arena afterwards but <laughs> i will do the 15 second dance have you ever okay. that's another question i have before we move on is have you ever been on the big screen like at a game or anything like that where like not shirtless and dancing but i mean like have you ever looked up at the scoreboard and been like oh my god there's me because i know you've been on tv before i have a picture on my phone of you at the yeah. nats playoff game years ago and you have a towel on your head and you're uh, yeah. looking pretty upset and so yes. i know you've been on tv before um, for a game, but have you ever been on the big uh, scoreboard or jumbotron or whatever? So the TV bit was the 18 inning Jordan mm. Zimmerman game where he actually went out there and threw nine innings, and we were up one nothing. We couldn't right, score. Right. So um, yeah, I was on the TV like three or four times during that game. I mean, right. There was a, there was plenty of time. There was two baseball yeah. games played. Yeah, like, so find um, the, the miserable <laughs> Nats fan. <laughs> yeah. So uh, basically, the the jumbotron was a few different times like. Back in the day, okay. Like when I say back in the day, I mean like twenty plus years ago. Because again, they don't really look for the, you know, at like just say for now, they don't look for the thirty-two year old, you know, guy that's yeah. leaned back in his chair, just 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 chilling with a a coke in his hand. Because for me, when the jumbotron comes on, they're always like, "Get up and dance," oh, you yeah. know, and and and, and and it's always the kids and that one like. 66 year old lady um you know that's up just going nuts yeah. and you're just like all right and but i think the, the the people that do it the best are i think i think it's the st louis blues that they do the bit where they'll get like a tv character like they'll do like oh, peter yeah, peter yeah. griffin that's or something like that 
Now, there has been some on there that I've seen on like TikTok and stuff like that that have been hilarious. Yeah. And then the people were like, like, wait, what? They get like pissed <laughs> off because they're like, that person's ugly. Like, what do you mean? Like, yeah, I like carrot like top, and they go yeah. to like the one redhead that's in the in yeah. the, the stands. No, that's like, a great bit. A good scoreboard crew when they like know what they're doing. Like, because the other funny video I, you see sometimes go viral on TikTok is like where they'll they'll play somebody eating food in reverse on the scoreboard so it looks like they're taking a hot dog out of their mouth <laughs> or something like I, that. I see that. That's a good one. Um but yeah, I I agree with you. I, the celebrity lookalike cam thing is yeah. is a A1. Like that is a great bit. Now, imagine getting that job. I would I would do that job in a heartbeat. Oh yeah. Just ju- just to say, "Hey, you know, second intermission's coming up. Spend this time yeah, in the next finding, two yeah. two periods." Finding these six characters mm-hmm. in the stands, and you have like one guy that's out there with like binoculars, like right. not looking, not not watching the game. They're just like looking at the stands. Like must be really creepy to watch to look at sure. that guy. But he's probably having the best time of his life. It is kind of a creepy job as a whole of like staring into the crowd to find people before you put them up on a big right. screen because like it's it feels a little invasive because they have no idea that you're looking at them a lot of the time unless the camera's like right up there and they're like hey, but like right. the far away shots, you're like. I don't know. This guy, like, <laughs> I don't think he knows that he's about to be on the big camera. <laughs> and it's always funny, too. Like, you see the videos go viral of, like, a guy and a girl on a date when clearly, like, they sh- don't yeah. want to be seen because th- the guy's probably, you know, this is a side girl or whatever. So, like, <laughs> it's, uh, he's, like, covering up his face and stuff like that. Well, the uh, worst part is that those celebrity lookalikes is when there's a really, like, like oh, who are they going to choose for this one? You know, right. and then like you look down to see like, do, do I look like that guy? Right, <laughs> right, like, right. You, and then all of a sudden the, it pans to you, and you're like, oh great, I'm you know Cleveland from from Family Guy or something like that. <laughs> That's what they think of me, or something else. You know, like they've they've stooped to some lows when I've seen that one, which is kind of funny. Um, but for that person, they're definitely gonna jump off a, a building that night. Yeah, not ideal. <laughs> not ideal. Um. We'll move on briefly. Before we get into the Squid Game talk, we will talk a little bit of Commanders, um, which again, that uh, season prediction of 7 and 10 for me is looking tougher and tougher. By the What about week. mine? I mean, yeah, 9 and 8 for my, I don't know what, I don't know what you were thinking. Um, <laughs> so you lose to Miami, 45-15. We kind of knew this was going to happen. Uh, maybe not as big of a blowout. I mean, we, we, you kind of thought, you know, actually, I, I honestly, I think one of my picks on, um, uh, one of my picks was f- the the commanders to cover this like nine and a half at one point. Um, right. I put some money on that, and like, yeah, of course they get blown, blown out. Um, so that didn't go well. But um, I guess I just didn't think this was gonna be as big of a difference as it ended up being. I mean, that's that's a – imagine being at that game. You'd be miserable. I was at the Bears game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this <laughs> pretty, is basically Pretty, pretty similar. Yeah. I mean, they uh, – Well, here it, you knew what you were getting into. That's the yeah. problem. Here you knew what you were getting into with Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, you know, so on and so forth, all the running backs and all that stuff. But for me, the Bears game was just a sh- complete shock. Because they haven't won in a year, they're terrible. You know, they they haven't done anything all season, and all of a sudden they come and hang forty plus on us at home yeah. on Thursday night football. So that was yep. something that I was like, okay. But you would think that that's like a 
odd thing that happens, but now uh, it's kind of a regular thing. Um, I'm going to find a tweet here in a second uh, from Grant Paulson that he tweeted out yesterday that basically said uh, how bad this team has been uh, at home, which, again, at home we have been complete garbage on defense. So from Grant Paulson, you want to follow him at Grant H. Paulson. Uh, he's one of our one of our favorite guys to follow. In their last five home games, the commander's defense has allowed 37 to the Bills, 40 to the Bears, 38 to the Eagles, 31 to Tommy DeVito, yeah. and then 45 to the Dolphins. So right there, last five home games, 31 was the Giants, and that was the lowest output from the defense that you could find. And that's just horrific. When you have a, a stadium that is pro commanders for once in like what 15 years and your defense was supposed to be much more improved this year than or not I wouldn't say much more improved I would say much more improved than what they're outputting because last year they were a decent defense and stuff like that I just think that this has been a complete and utter failure of a season because you think about it you're looking at the Dolphins fans cheering, let's go Dolphins. Yeah. And you can hear it clearly <laughs> on the TV. There's pictures all over Twitter and everything like that of, I mean, it literally looks like you're in uh, the community pool because it's so blue in the stadium. It's it's just unbelievable how you go from, you know, a, a sellout or whatever it was for the first couple games and we were doing all right in the first half. You know, defense, oh, they'll come around and all that kind of stuff. But now the last five home games where, again, they always say home field advantage means something because, especially for the players, yes, you you might not get fired up all the time from the fans, but you get to sleep in your own bed. Mm-hmm. You get to, uh, you know, drive your own car. You don't have to get an Uber or, or get a, a team bus or anything like that. You get the comfort of of your own home and you come out like this against an away team that has no business for instance the giants and the and the bears no no business beating you now the dolphins and the bills different story right but tommy devito and the uh the the bears they have no business beating you on your own home turf but laying that many points on you is a disgrace and this team I think they already know this, and I'm not trying to sit there and do like some hot take, like "Oh, the defense is pretty bad this year." Right, like, right. no, they are, and that's the problem. And then the last thing I'll say about this whole entire defensive performance, because it's really not <laughs> anything to talk about about the defense. We talk about the offense, but when you hear John Allen go on the radio, a hometown guy, yeah, that sits there and says. I have thought about leaving Washington because I don't want to go through a whole rebuild. The guy is getting up there where he's in his prime right now. You go through a whole other rebuild where they sell off two pieces and then they try to go draft some guys that are maybe not immediate impacts or something of that nature where they have to develop for a couple of years like a Jamin Davis or whoever. That's going to be an issue because he is the voice of this team. He is the captain of your defense. And if you leave him out to dry here, that's going to be an issue. And right now, I'm a little scared because when you hear the captain of your defense not really say, 
you know what, we're, we're, we're building on some positive things or this and that, which she has said in the past. But it, I feel like anything he says right now is not working because this team right. is just literally a fish that's, that's on land just flopping around right now waiting for the season to tick away. And this is just a disgrace from what we've seen. And I feel kind of bad for some of the guys who have been performing well uh, or even ha- are just having down seasons because everyone has down seasons, everyone has down games. But to have all those games, all those home games in a row be just blowouts in, in the sense of your defense not even holding somebody under 31, that's, that's, that's pretty bad. I mean, it was just an ugly day as a whole because even on the offensive side of the football, not a good day really for – I mean, I, I don't know who it was a good day for. I guess Curtis Samuel, four, four catches, 65 yards. You know, he had a pretty, pretty decent day, I guess. But then you have Scary Terry, no catches, three targets. Um, you have Howell getting sacked three times. Um, him obviously – going below 150 yards passing, which you don't really ever see with Sam Howell. Even in, even in losses, we've seen Howell at least sling the rock around a bit. He also had a yep. pick in the game as well. Um, and so this was probably one of Howell's worst games this season, you got to say. It's it's up there. Um, and so the Howell haters are, are, are obviously uh, emboldened by a game like this because if you already don't like Sam Howell, you, you see this game and you go, "Look, I mean, look at this guy sucks," and you're like, "Yeah, it uh, it was not pretty." Especially, yeah, when you're seeing your best receiver Terry McLaurin come away from this game with zero catches, like that's that just can't happen. Now, 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 was this game, in your opinion, a game that changed the minds of the faithful? Because you have to think about it this way, okay? I saw some things online that people were talking about that someone said, you know what? I have to come to the hard conclusion that Terry McLaurin is just a wide receiver two disguised as a wide receiver one. Oof. Because I saw that and I was like, wait a second. Is, are, are we really turning on Terry now? Because Terry has the track record with this dysfunctional franchise yeah, where he has Same what? Ball. I believe it's four straight seasons. I believe it's four straight, maybe three straight, where he has over a thousand yards. How hard is it to get a thousand yards in the league? It is pretty hard, I would say. Um, we've seen really good players not get a thousand yards um, from time to time. And Terry, you know, judging by the the QB carousel that we have going on, where it's this guy, that guy, this guy, that guy, uh, you know, this bum, this 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 trash, all that kind of stuff. Do you think that people are overreacting? Because honestly, I think they are. Now, right. it's, it all starts with Howell. And I even texted it to you. That I think Howell is going to get a huge bad rap from this. I think everyone's going to sit there and say, yeah, you know, he's he's just, you know, he's not it. He's not it. Blah, blah. Like They're going to say so many things about he's not it, he's not the guy, this and that. But again... There's no offensive line. It's the same story every week. That's the problem that I have. It's the same story every week. God, look at but these we, sacks. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. And <laughs> we had that little, that, that small little low where we were doing okay. But then yeah. all of a sudden, now it's ticked back up again. And the problem is, again, that people don't realize the offensive line isn't better. They just they just had a had a little you know lull in the system, like I said, that – 
oh, everyone fell asleep on the offensive line and got away from, you know, sacking him a million times. The issue that I'm seeing, though, is that people sit there and they want to rag on him. They want to rag on Terry. They want to say that John Allen's not doing anything. They want to say all these different things. But the issue that I have with that is those are our best players. Why don't you rag on Ron Rivera? Because I know everyone has, but why don't you rag on him a little bit more? Because this is the team that he built. Right. He's in charge of the personnel. So don't sit there and say, oh, yeah, well, John Allen. You know, John Allen is a defensive tackle. Okay, He's there for certain purposes. They're, they're going to keep trying to compare him to Hassan Reddick of the Eagles or you know uh, whoever, whoever else you want to say. They're going to compare him to all these guys that get sacks. Defensive tackles, if you're not Aaron Donald, you're not going to go out there and get tons of sacks. Okay, I don't have Warren Sapp's numbers in front of me. Warren Sapp was a great defensive tackle. Do you think he had 12 sacks every year? No. That's the problem is that people don't realize those certain things, and they always say, oh, well, he's not making a flashy play. He's not doing anything. And then Scary Terry has one horrific game where he doesn't catch a ball and kind of makes a joke at the end saying, I got a lot of cardio out there today. <laughs> Yeah. And people are like, eh, he's not a great one, not a great receiver. Like, what do you guys like? People just like they jump off the deep end after one bad thing, and now they're starting to blame the people that we shouldn't be blaming. Our captains, yeah. like, our captains are only certain players. Okay, we can't do that much, and that's an issue that I'm having. Yeah. So you you look at how, um, you know, compared to some of his other starts this season, and yeah, I mean, it definitely um, was not one of his better games. Pretty low. Uh, passing rate too. I mean, twenty three passes that ties his season low uh, yeah, with that Atlanta yeah. win too. And you did have wasn't there some weird comments with Rivera at halftime too, where he was like <laughs> talking about yeah. running the ball more and stuff like that. And they were like, down thirty one to seven, I believe. And his first thought was, "Yeah, we need to run the ball more." And then all of a sudden they were like, yeah, but Brian Robinson, which I didn't even know when Brian Robinson got hurt. Right. But they said Brian Robinson's ruled out for the game, but he still wanted to run the ball down 24. That makes sense. I mean, sense. yeah, I think that's what this comes down to. It's like, look, like we have an inept coaching staff that doesn't know what they're doing, uh, doesn't know how to work with the talent that they have. Uh, we got to get some, yeah, some new blood in there to be able to work with, work with Hal. And yeah, looking at, I mean, again, fifty-eight sacks on the season is yep. just bananas. It's just a crazy number. Um, by the way, uh, got to keep looking at these Howell uh, rushing props each each week too. I mean, if he's he's rushed for a touchdown in the, his last three games, uh, might be something to look at in the old betting side of things. But uh, oh yeah, but yeah, I, I I think as as we've been talking about, I mean, look. Bottom line is the season's kind of a disaster. Um, hopefully, there's some. I mean, there are have been some bright moments here and there. Not a lot of them. Let's get some new regime in there, and and hopefully this team can figure it out. Because yeah, the rest of the season is not going to be pretty. Here's the thing that really ticked me off. Okay, it it probably would tick you off, but not as much as me. So, I saw on uh, the the junkies. Obviously, we can say the junkies. We like the junkies and all that stuff. Yep. They, they put out, and I believe it was probably JP who put out this Twitter poll that said uh, who was who is playing better at this time in their season, Sam Howell or Taylor Heineke? Oh, yeah, I did see that. And I, and I got so close to commenting because yeah. I was so ticked off. Because the problem is Taylor Heineke last year was basically a god to 75% of these people mm-hmm. in this town. Mainly because he, quote-unquote, tries hard. We already went through this whole entire spiel last year. Okay? 
And he wasn't asked to do the stuff that Sam Howell's doing. Okay. He went out there and threw what? 25 times. Howell's throwing double that. Okay. Right. Howell's throwing on average. Now, if you do the average, he's probably throwing close to 40 to 43 times a game, somewhere in the middle there. Because he's had like 350s and 350 spots and different stuff like that. I mean, you just said that he tied his his season low at 23. Now, yeah. is it because he has a stronger arm? Yes. Uh, hell yeah, obviously. But the difference is that I'm starting to see is that people are, are, are still in that camp, like just silently saying, did we make the right decision leaving Taylor Heineke out there? Yes, we did make the right decision. Okay, you have Taylor Heineke, or Taylor Heineke, who couldn't beat out Desmond Ritter. Okay, I knew for for a fact Desmond Ritter was going to start because their owner Arthur Blank even said that for Atlanta. But the problem that I'm seeing is that when you put out a poll like that, you know, you're, it's a it's clickbait. It has to be clickbait. Yeah, because yeah, it has to be. because you have to look at it this way, Ben. When you see Taylor Heineke go out there last year for the Commanders. And people are still in this camp of, oh, give him a shot, give him a shot, even though, again, he's played and started like 29 games in this league. The issue that I have is that when people sit there, there's a tweet right there. The issue that I have is people are just looking at like, oh, look at the records. You know, it's all about winning. Like, yes, but when you are asked to do basically nothing, okay, you're literally asked to do nothing but manage a game and throw the ball 23 times. Do you think if Eric Bieniemy, who is literally there to say, I'm throwing the rock 40 times a game, right. can Taylor Heineke do that? Hell no. No. He would Taylor Heineke, yes. In 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 2020, excuse me, 2022, he had 12 TDs at this point in the time. Okay. 12 TDs, six picks. Okay. 12 TDs and six picks. Sweet. He only had six picks. Again, we mentioned a million times how many of those picks were dropped. Okay, We talked about that before. But neither here nor there. We want to talk about that. But everyone just looks at the record. Everyone looks at the record. Look, look at the record. Look at the record. Look at the record. <laughs> Do we not think that Sam Howell is not mobile? You, you just mentioned it. He has four rushing touchdowns in the last three weeks. But the problem is is that Taylor Heineke got away from some of those sacks. Taylor Heineke had a different line last year that was markedly better. And he also had a top, what, six defense in yardage when this year the yardage is is atrocious. We just talked about the defense. Yeah. So the problem that I, that I have is people go out there and they just want to slam. This, this is a slam to Sam Howell. This is a slam Sam moment. Because when you want to go out there and try to find something to to markedly say this guy sucks at this or this guy is not as good as this person or what are your thoughts about Taylor? Why are we bringing up Taylor Heineke? It's so like, stupid. Why? Because because <laughs> the, the guy the guy literally had a different team last year. Again, we talked about the defense. We talked about the offensive line. We talked about all these different things. Like literally, their offensive line. Not saying they're great, but when Taylor Heineke is playing in a game where the offense or is is just needing seventeen points, right. or when the defense is is allowing in yardage again one of the top fives. I mean, th- again, you you can't go out there. You have to be simpatico, okay? Yin and Yang here. I mean, the biggest thing about it is the defense needs to keep the other team out of the end zone, and when Sam Howell 
is looking at a 27-3 deficit at halftime because the defense let in so many points in the first half to a Bears team that hadn't won in 300 days. I mean, it's like it's embarrassing because you're not factoring in all the factors that need to go into playing the quarterback position. Do you think that that Peyton Manning, for instance, my 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 goat of all time, do you think that Peyton Manning, uh, you know, lost some blowouts? I'm sure he did. You know, and he's for me, like I said, he's the goat in my opinion. But the problem that I see is that everyone wants to sit there and try to revert back to Taylor Heineke to get clickbait, to get this and that, or some type of, you know, oh, we need to make sure people understand that Taylor Heineke did so much for us. No, he didn't. He didn't. No. Oh, oh well, we brought in Carson Wentz for the Browns game. We could have been in the playoffs. Okay, sweet. Like, okay, we're gonna go back to this Carson Wentz thing. Uh, I think there's a reason why. Uh, Sam or Taylor Heineke, supposedly, I don't know if it was ever proven or not, said start Sam Howell in that last game. Right. Okay. Yes, maybe he wanted to save his health, but I think also he realized, oh, Sam Howell can sling it. I've been with this guy for an entire season now. Right. So it's just one of those things where it just it just ticked me off when I saw that because I was like, literally, we're going on that now because some people are still saying, oh, Taylor Heineke, you know, it, when last year, you know, maybe we probably should have kept him because last year he was doing so well for us. No, he wasn't. No, no he wasn't. No. I mean, if I mean, you think if you here. think this team is bad this year, imagine what they would be with Taylor. Yeah, yeah I mean, it would be uh, probably worse in the league basically at this point. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. We'll see uh, what what happens. Uh, we'll move on here because uh, we did want to get into some oh yeah squid game talk. Uh, and as I said, we got a um, again. This is based on Squid Game: The Challenge, the Netflix uh, reality show game show series that they did based on the original Squid Game show. And uh, yeah, it's if you haven't watched it yet, definitely encourage you to do so because. Basically, they've taken a lot of the games from the show and they've brought, I mean, they've recreated them. I mean, they've had a, a cast of 400 something people, 456 contestants, um, and had them go through the games. But they've added kind of a kind of a cool element to this show is they, uh, there's more. There's more like games, there's more like decision making and all these different things that you didn't get. Well, because in the real show, you, you you die, you know, you die when you lose, and like, you know, some of the contestants would like beat each other up and all that sort of stuff. In this it's show, a remix, this it's a remix a, version. Yeah, it is a little remix version. I like so. it. I kind of yeah. like it. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. is Pink leading soldiers. up to your death. <laughs> Samuel K. Pink Soldiers. Um, We're gonna keep playing this. So thing. I found a list that is a ranking of all the games in the Squid Game show, and I wanted to see how it hits. Uh, and again, if you haven't watched it yet, maybe skip ahead in the podcast or, or stop and go go watch all nine episodes with the 10th coming out this week. Um, so number 14, uh, there's only 14 on the, on this list here. Red Light, Green Light. So that's the original uh, first game in the uh, series and in this show where you, know, you have all the players. It's Red Light, Green Light. All the players line up on one end. There's that creepy looking doll that turns around. Um, and uh, uh, there's a shot of it. Um, and you have until the timer runs out uh, to get across, or if you make any movement when it's red light and, and it catches you, you die, um, and that sort of thing. So that this is the lowest ga- ranked game on the list. Hmm. Do you agree? <laughs> do you agree with this decision, um, or do you think this should be higher? 
I would say I, I think it should be higher because of the sole fact that it. I mean, are, now are we talking like is it uh, like a game that I would love to play outside, or are we talking about like in the show reasoning? Maybe in the show. I would say because of the effect it had. Now, if you're talking about the challenge, obviously everyone's already seen the show. Mm-hmm. But the difference that I have with it is that when you look at this game, you know, in the real Korean show, everyone's so shocked because they're like, they're yeah. like coming, coming out, they're like, what, what? And, and all then, of a sudden they then, come out and they see, the, yeah. Yeah. they see the sunlight. And then all of a sudden, first person, if I recall correctly in the show, you know, yeah. they literally sprint. And then uh, all of a sudden, within like two seconds, they're like, boom. And everyone's like, oh my God. Yeah. Like this yeah. guy just got his brains blown in. Right. Uh, you know, but I think it's it, it, it takes more skill than you think. Because again, they have the timer. There's people around you. You have to, you know, dodge, whip, dodge, and dive, and duck, and all the whatever Pastor Lahulahan said. Um, and then, <laughs> and the thing about it is, is I noticed in the, in the real show compared to the Korean show, that people were taking some some tips from that show and how they ran. Yeah. Be, because, again, if that doll turns around, you stop, and all of a sudden you start sliding. You're you done. Know, because it's like sand. You're done. And, and I, I saw a couple people in, in the, the challenge show that barely moved. I mean, it barely. Dude, that was, I, that's the crazy thing. Like, literally, like... And, again, we're only seeing what we can... What they're showing us on the show, but it seemed right. seemingly... As you said, any sort of small twitch, really yeah. anything, and that camera catches you, you're done. I mean, like, that's the scary thing. It's like, I feel like, you know, with all this pressure of, like, hey, this is the first game, like, nobody wants to get out on the first game. Yeah. Um, some of the techniques you saw, you saw, I mean, people would definitely would put their hands in their pockets when they would run, so that way your hand's not another possible thing that could get you in trouble. Um, and then I saw a lot of people, and I feel like this makes sense, is kind of doing, like, almost a run shuffle where they're yeah, kind of like, saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they're kind of shuffling and ru- kind of running at the same time where you have the ability to stop and, like, really have, like, a good foundation because right. uh, that that's a big key to this is it, you get off balance or like one lady in the show was like in a deep squat for some reason. And, <laughs> you know, that was that was just idiotic. <laughs> yeah. She, I mean, but the weird thing about that one was she was like, oh, this hurts. Why, why, yeah, are, why you are you down you there? <laughs> yeah. Why are you, are you trying to duck one of the, the, the ink blot things? Like, I don't understand, like, wh- why you're down there. And the funny thing was, is she said, oh, this hurts. OK, so first of all. I don't know why it hurts. Second of second of all, I think now after hearing about the show, right, that when they had to tape it, I think they said they taped it for like seven hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, you, you also I, I have to think too. though they're, they're not killing people. So and, and and if you notice at the very end, there wasn't you know two hundred people. Oh, nice song. Uh, there wasn't like two hundred people on the on the field because they basically said, "All right, pause. Everyone, stay where you're at." And don't move. And then if you got shot, then everyone get up and leave right. or something like that. Because I think she must have been doing it a bunch of times and was like working out or something like that, doing squats the entire time. And that's probably why she was like that. Because she probably was down there doing a squat for you know 20 minutes. Yeah, something with the way they film it is, yeah, you, I read that too, where it like, took like six hours. <laughs> it's like, yeah. that seems crazy. Um, so, yeah, I'm with you. Like, I, I would maybe not put it at last. Like, uh, I, I agree that it's top not, seven. Yeah, yeah. It's not like a top three game or anything, but I don't know. I feel like it's kind of cool. Um, yeah. 
Number 13 is the mystery telephone. And so this was in the, in the, in the show, if you guys remember, or if you're listening, uh, where the guards basically, the guards would do some of these where it, w- it would just kind of be like a test where they would. So, for example, all these people, they're hanging out in the dorm. They would just bring in this phone and just like leave it there, not say a word. They'd walk <laughs> out. And, and they're kind of testing to see like who is going to, like if it rings, like who's going to pick it up and, and, and kind of right, test like right. what type of person you are. Now, my rule with this game, and I, to- I was telling you this on text, and with any sort of game, Survivor included, is um, when you have when something like this happens, you don't do it because while there could be some benefit to it, like the one the first guy that did it, he got like a cheeseburger or something, which everyone like stole. <laughs> Remember, he got like a plate of food, and everyone yeah. just comes up to him and starts stealing like all the food. Really, that one, one girl took a took a cheeseburger and like ran with it. Took like the whole burger. Um, so like, you know, the, there, there could be a re- reward like that, but then there's the negative side where the guy that picked up the phone, the guy on the other line says like, you have to convince somebody else to take this phone. Otherwise you're out. And like, so he, yeah. and he only had like five minutes or something like to, to that, guy, do and that guy's, that guy was a moron. Idiot. I mean, Idiot. you could, e- you could have easily said something like, Hey, you know, they're, they're offering food and I, 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 I know need, I, I, I did the thing or whatever. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, exactly. Like, you could think on your feet. Yes. Okay. <laughs> exactly. But, 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 but he was he was like he was like, "Hey, uh, who wants a who wants a muffin? Who wants a muffin yeah, or, so or something like that?" All he had to do <laughs> yeah. is when the person said that he should he could he could have easily played it like, "Okay, okay. I we they're offering us food, but I need two people to uh, I need to uh, need somebody else to also get on the phone and then, you know, like he could have easily made up something on the spot that made it sound um, yep you know, really realistic, and then it would have been fine. But instead, you know, he <laughs> yeah. was being dumb about it and was like, yeah, like, who wants a muffin? And everyone's like, what the hell is this guy talking about? It's like, he seems pretty suspicious. Um, <laughs> it, 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 this guy's so, a little so weird. So the game as a whole, I mean, it, it was kind of cool to see. I wouldn't. This is definitely a lower-tier game. Um, it was just kind of cool to see, like, how dumb this Hussein guy was. Um, but uh, It would have been better know, if... Kind of if it would have been. I mean, it would have been better if they had someone different. I mean, right. get someone, right. get someone on there. I mean, now obviously they can't choose, but it would have been nice if they would have had like some bully on there that would have said, "Hey, <laughs> you know, get on this phone. I'm gonna punch your face in." <laughs> right, right, right. I mean, there, there's something else to it. Now, number twelve on this list is just when they played that uh, docky game, docky game where like yeah. you slam one piece of paper on the other piece of paper. I mean, this was like. Barely anything, and like nobody got eliminated. So yeah, this is a lower tier game. Like those two games are worse than the red light, green light. Like it's weird that yeah. that would be below this. Yeah, not two not envelopes. a whole lot. Get, get out of here. Yeah. Um. Oh, this one. So Dalgona. So this is the cookie one. So this is at number eleven on this list. Um, dude, I will say like this game would be this would be a little scary because it's like it seems simple, but yeah, like one one wrong move. Or you didn't like get the cookie like ready to go before you start breaking off pieces or something like that. Like you're done. It, it, yeah. it's, it, and there's no like physical skill to it. It's literally just like you got to like spit on the cookie a hundred times and then like try oh. and break it correctly. And then another big part is having the shape. I mean, the shape battle itself was like a big freaking deal in the show. You know? <laughs> yeah. And and the funny thing about that was again, this, this was Jess's first experience with this. So when she saw them all like, 
<laughs> you know, like they're like, yeah. they're, like <laughs> have like a pool of, of gunk in their th- their tin. Oh my and god, all, that was like, disgusting. Too. Like if you hadn't seen the show before, you're like, what are they all doing? But because in the <laughs> real show, like the, a couple of the contestants figured out, like, oh, if I like lick through the cookie, it's gonna make it way yeah. easier to break this piece out. But even then, it's not like a guaranteed thing. Like we saw plenty of people <clears throat> lick and spit on the cookie, and like they still got out. Um, did you did you see did you see the one guy that that was really creepy and he was like this held the cookie up like this and he went oh. yeah there were some was, weirdos with that there was some weirdo man there was some weirdos like, my god dude and like yeah, calm the, down the umbrella shape would definitely be the dagger because that's that's a tough one I mean the circle is like everybody was getting easily the circle and the triangle and stuff like that and that, dude was, that whole entire that whole entire choosing the shape bit yeah. was kind of crazy like yeah. those guys were like hey you know we'll help you out and they, and they were like bullying the kid and he's like. <laughs> Dude, he he's was like crazy. He's like crying. He was he was losing, and everyone's like, "No, no," because they were watching it. Then he was like, "This might sound sexual," and everyone's like, "What? What is this guy saying?" It's like spit on everyone's cookies, guys. Like, we're like, well, "Okay, dude." Like, oh, this guy's a weird dude, man. And then the um, the people running the show are immediately like, "You can't do that." Like, yeah, that's not <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. I like how they said it. You can't help anybody. <laughs> he was so like, this oh, being no. eleven, it's like, all right. I would, I would maybe keep it in the top 10. I don't know if I'd push yeah. it out of the top 10. But, right. yeah, like, as you said, it's kind of a gross challenge. Um, but it is pretty thrilling to watch. Like, m- mainly, maybe not the part where they're, like, licking it all over. But it's kind of interesting to see, like, all right, who's going to actually be able to stay in the game because it is such a small little thing. Um, number 10 on the list is Dice Jail. So this was... See, I wouldn't put this in the top ten. So basically, the way this game worked was um, it was down to a certain number of people and like a small number of people, and then it was like you roll the die and you just decide that if it it, if it rolls on a six, either you're eliminated if you choose yourself, or somebody else that you choose um, will be eliminated um, uh, before you roll it uh, with this. uh, If you if you roll a six, this one. I know they made a big deal about that one girl choosing somebody else instead of herself because they basically were all like, just choose yourself, and then, and then it's just like, you know, it's just a game of chance at that point. Um, but, like, uh, yeah, I mean, for this one, I wouldn't be that scared about it. I mean, you, you're a one in six chance of going home if it rolls on a six. I mean, I, I just feel like this is not that scary, you know? I feel like it's just you yeah. roll the dice. Also, like, I didn't really notice anybody, and they didn't say anything about, like, can't you kind of manipulate the die a little bit in a way? Like, I don't know. I just feel like there's a way to kind of help yourself not roll a six, you know? Yeah. I mean, well, I think that because the floor is concrete. So I think they kind of, they kind of, because it's going to be hard for them to say like, like, what are they going to say? Uh, no, roll it again. You know? <laughs> Cause yeah. like you like sl- slit it. Um, I, I don't know. You probably could. Um, but for me, like it wasn't a great game or anything like that. But the problem was that I had is that, I think they had more aspirations for this. Like, oh, we're going to get some drama built up in this. Right. Even though, you know, they only had the one whole entire thing at the beginning. And I'm like, all right, well, you know, there's too much lovey-dovey stuff. Like, I'm yeah. here to win. I'm not going to nominate myself. Like, yeah. get out of here. You see this like, in, in, in Survivor as well. Um, and a lot of, like, the modern game shows these days is I think people are afraid of coming across – bad on tv because now it's like if you come across as a jerk suddenly like everyone's finding your twitter and your instagram and they're like reaching out to your place of work and like they're just like people are insane now um and so i feel like everybody now i'm not saying that's the only reason why people do it because but i think like 
I think that's part of it is people are just afraid to look so bad on TV that they're like, nobody's cutthroat anymore. And I'm with you. Like, I think you in this situation, it's like, yeah, you, of course, you go for somebody else. Like, why would you put yourself in jeopardy? Now, the caveat is, is if uh, I uh, what I would have loved to see, which didn't happen, is can multiple people nominate somebody to get out like what if they all ganged up on that may girl and they're like um you know i nominate may to go out if i roll a six i nominate may to go out if i like yeah. what, like what if like you could have had multiple people ganging up and everybody choosing the same person to try to kick them out of the show uh, yeah. of the well, show there, there was you had to get three people kicked get out, three so out. that's true on, honestly what i would have done is i would have said you know if i was friends with a group of four people and there's only nine people left i would said hey we're all going to do for the same person. So whoever has the, the, the die first or whatever, you know, right. go for the, go for the, the, this order, you know, but I don't know. That's, that's, that's what I thought. Right. Number that's nine group elimination <laughs> election. So yeah, this was, um, yeah, this one's kind of stupid. It was just like the, it was basically a simple game of like, we're just going to nominate people to be eliminated. <laughs> and it was like, whoever, whatever three or whatever Italian, get the the Italian D bag. Finally left. Thank that guy God. sucked. Yeah, that guy was. Horrible. I think I was. Remember, a, like he. I'm not gonna he was take your apple. Food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that guy was. That yeah. guy sucked. Um, number eight. I'm too good for the apple. Ball, kickball nightmares. Oh, this was when it was literally just like a, like a lineup, and I'm choosing. You choose somebody uh, yeah. to be safe, and like that's kind of how it worked. I um, hated that one, man. That one. That, that one rough. sucked because it's it's like. Oh, I'm just gonna choose my friends. I'm not gonna choose, you know. And, and I get it. Like that's that's the whole point of the game. But right. then they started saying like, "Oh, we're gonna have the ladies." And then I hate it when that one girl, which she's annoying as hell, the one with the had the curly black hair and the glasses that right. her her and that old guy got in a fight during marbles, uh, which I kind of believe the oh. old guy a little bit. Yeah, yeah, that was a Amber wild... or something like that. Yeah. So there was that was. That was wild. So again, you had this girl who, like, she she's she was deaf. You didn't really know until that moment that she was deaf because she we had never seen her sign sign language or anything before this point. And then like she's in a game with the old guy and like she talks about like being deaf and like he's like I'm deaf too. And she's yeah. like, well, that's I've not, seen your she, hearing aids. She like gets mad at him and suddenly it's like a competition of like who's the more deaf and it's like it was so <laughs> weird. I'm with you, like. Like, sure, the guy was a little bit of a dick, but, like, she was kind of – I was I'm, – I'm with you. I was just like, this girl sucks. Like, what is she doing yeah. right now? Well, the weird, the, the weird part about that was that they basically said, like, oh, what are you going to do with the money? He's like, well, yeah, I want to do this and that, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, he's like, what about you? And she's like, well, you know I'm deaf, right? And he was like, you're, you're talking to me right now, and you're understanding what I'm saying. So, <laughs> no, you're not. Right. And he's like, she's right. like, but I am. And then all of a sudden he was like – but I mean, I, you know, I'm a little deaf too. And he's, she's like, yeah, I've seen your hearing aids. He's like, well, why haven't you come up to me and like, you know, done some yeah. sign language, or something like that? We could have talked about that or something right, like right, that. Right. And like, he's like, I think you're just using that now to, mm. which I kind of believe because she didn't she do was. that much. No, of no, it. I'm with you, 100. percent No, like, I'm that, like that, ugh. yeah. So this kickball nightmares that was again, it wasn't really much of a game at all. It was literally just like, yeah, pick your friend to stay alive to to also be safe. So this is, I think, this should be lower for sure. Um, yeah. Circle of distrust. This one was a wild one. So this was, yeah, everybody I was sitting. Liked it. Yeah, I like this one too. I'd maybe move this to top five because, yeah, everybody yeah. was sitting in the circle in the chairs, blindfolded. They'd come around. 
they tap you on the shoulder and if you got tapped you go up you take the gift box you put it on somebody else's desk without them knowing you have to be super quiet you sit back down you put your blindfold on blindfolds all come off the person whose box is on the desk they have to decide or they have to fi- try to figure out who put it on my desk if they get it right that person goes home if they get it wrong they go home that would be dude that one i would be so scared about making any sort of noise that would indicate that it was me now i do wonder. i was wondering this about the editing i was wondering if like because obviously it was pretty quiet when we were watching the edit i i gotta think they had like music playing or they had some other noises happening because like that would kind of ruin the game if it was like oh i just know who did it because i heard them move from the desk like you know like i feel like they had to have some other like noise playing or something to not let that happen yeah, I mean, I think the biggest worry for me is opening up my blind or getting tapped on the shoulder and trying to get out of that desk. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that's that what I'm saying. You're walking around with the desk still around your body <laughs> at that point. Um, that would be tough. But then, like, the whole thing of, like, putting it on somebody's desk and then going and sitting back down and having to – that one guy overacted so much. He's like, God, it's so bright. He was like – <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, it's like, yeah. like, oh, the, the what is this? The sun? Yeah, like, it was so. They were stupid. like, this guy, this guy. Yeah, it was. That, I think it was that Sam guy. Yeah, the Sam guy was like, yeah. what? What? Like it was like a baby opening his eyes for the first time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, I mean, granted, like it would. I don't know. Like I, I feel like I wouldn't be that bad at pretending it wasn't me. Um, but at the same time, like in that moment when you're that close to like millions of dollars. Maybe you do kind of have a little bit of a towel. I would have kept the blindfold on. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Just, <laughs> no, no one told me to take it off. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. It would be it would be tough, man. It would be a little bit scary, not going to lie. Yeah, I mean, honestly, you ha- like I said, the desk little, it worried me a little bit. When I saw those desks, yeah. I was like, those desks look like they're from like the 1960s. Like, I can't get out of those. Jack in the Box elimination number six. I mean, yeah, it was very simple. You had a couple people up there. They do a jack in the box. One of them would get eliminated. One of them would like get an advantage in the game. One one would give you the power to eliminate other people. Um, you know, that, again, gr- that girl tilted me to no end. Yeah, yeah, she was annoying. And then it's just like this game was definitely kind of tough. Uh, but what wasn't this like? This guy was safe, and then she got to eliminate someone. And she just <laughs> eliminated yeah. this guy. Yeah, <laughs> he, 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 he got like, an advantage. <laughs> And, and, and he's up there saying like, "Hey, we got this. We got this. Yeah. Don't worry about it. We got it." And then all of a sudden, she's like, "I'm eliminating one three zero. And we're like, "We're like," right, he's like, right, "What right. the hell?" He's like, "That doesn't even make sense." Yeah, yeah. And so this game is a whole like, I don't know. It wasn't that. I mean, it wasn't that exciting to watch. It was just a jack in the box. Um, yeah. Claw Machine of Doom. This is kind of like a mini game because this was part of the Glass Bridge. This was part of the election process where like, you got to choose somebody like you you pick a number out of this claw machine and then like you can assign it to somebody um right you know that that's how that one guy got completely screwed with getting number one like that was a that was a tough that was a tough one for, for we the, got this y'all we got for, this like uh, guy, uh, yeah. go was, head head first or whatever the hell he said <laughs> so like the ideal number in this scenario is so you don't really necessarily want the last couple because the timing is a, is, is a factor when you, when you're at like number 20 and people are taking forever to w- go through the process like you could get stuck at the back and like not have enough time to get across so i feel like the ideal number to have is like 15 16 17 like somewhere kind of in the late teens versus like you don't want to be the last person on the hey, list I- you know 
I, I will say though that that one girl I forgot what her name is, she she is a loser. Yeah, like everyone agreed to it. Now I understand that yes, you don't want to get eliminated, but the thing about it is the offer that whoever made it, uh, whoever created it, or yeah, whatever yeah. had it was one of the guys. That yeah. that offer is you only have to jump jump once. Once, yeah. Like it's not like oh you're you're number one you're screwed. Like that's the problem that I had is that she literally was like, well. You guys want to go? Go for it! And then yeah. all of a sudden, like after that, that 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 skinny skinny frail dude, G- Gary or Gavin or something, whatever the hell his right. name was, Chris, right. I don't know whatever the hell his name was, the one with the mom, and right, right. He, he 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 like he did jumped, it like three like, times. <laughs> he was like he was like See, I'm that going was for stupid. it. Boom, boom, that boom. was the thing. It's like look, like that guy. Like once you make it once, it's like all right, big deal. Like that's you know, but you did it twice. You're done, dude. Don't do yeah. it again. Like you're set. You did your job because you could brag to everybody, like, "Hey, guys, I went twice." And like, yeah. Uh, and, yeah. And and then he looks back and says, "Hey, who wants to go next? Who wants to go in front of this idiot behind me?" Like I would have said that too. I would have called yeah. her straight out. I would have said, "I would have said, hey, this person's a loser. They're not a team player. We're gonna go for her next next time and and just get her out." But that's the thing. Right. Everyone was just like, "Oh man!" Like, and they get, they put her off the hook. I'm like, "Come on now, this is ridiculous." Yeah. Then she. Yeah. Now she's. Yeah, well, now she's eliminated, but still, like, yeah. Uh, number four kind of leads into number three, so I don't understand this. So, like, this isn't a game. Picnic treat was, yeah, they got all, they got to, you yeah. had to choose another person to have a picnic with, and then the big reveal was, of course, if you've seen the show, you I bet that was the advantage, this. by the way. I bet that was the advantage was the guy knew that there was going to be marbles in the in the the bottom of it. That's true. That because then he would pick his partner by not necessarily someone he lo- like is his friend. Yeah. Like he would choose. Hey, let's somebody split else. up today. But that's the thing. It's like you got to think. You're playing this game. You know, marbles is coming at some point if you've seen the show. So you kind of, kind of be a little wary of like this whole like divide into pairs. It's like all right, uh, and then the marble game. Yeah, I mean, this is always interesting, and it was interesting in the show, too, is just, like, because, yeah, they, they just the only direction they give you is, like, you, you got to figure out a game. You got 15, 20 minutes or whatever. Um, figure out a game. Somebody wins. Somebody loses. Like, that's your job at this point. And, like, uh, you know, that one <laughs> that one pair where they took, <laughs> yeah. like, the entire time because he's she's like, I'm not good at throwing. It's like, throwing? You're like, you're just literally, like, barely, <laughs> you're, you're, you're barely throwing a, a, a marble. It's like you know yeah. something that <laughs> yeah. weighs like nothing, and you're literally all you have to do is swing your arm. And she was just like, "I don't want to do that." And then she did it anyways at the end, and like she <laughs> won, didn't she? Or whatever. Yeah. And so it's like, what is your problem? Well, that, that was the best part was that they sat there, and he's like, "I'm not getting off this, so you know we're throwing because it's not fair if you're not throwing." And right. she's like, "Well, I want to do something. I'm trying to compromise." He was, and I, I did kind of see his side in the sense that she was kind of being annoying, yeah, because she was like, "Let's think of something like in the middle." Okay, well. What's in the middle of throwing or not throwing? <laughs> like, what's right. in the middle of that? So it's like, for me, that it kind of annoyed me. But then the guy was like, just not letting off that 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 ledge. And then all of a sudden, they said, "All right, throw, 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 throw." And they started throwing right. towards that like pot. And then like right. she made it in. And then all of a sudden, when she made it in first, then he was like, "You didn't win." And then like he like screwed her over. Like, oh yeah, because they both point. got out because they didn't. Yeah. Nobody won. Yeah, yeah, that was like that what was what so an idiot. Stupid. I like I, I kind of like the two that were like, hey, look, uh, we'll just do one throw and like winner yeah. takes all. And they're like, we, we're just going to chill now for the next like 15 minutes. And then in the final 30 seconds, we'll do it. Like, that's kind of cool because like, I mean, it is a very it's like a 50 50 chance sort of thing where it's like, you know, yep. yeah. And, and versus I mean, if you if you and I were going to play the game. Yeah. I mean, I 
some of the games were like, yeah, shoot a marble into like a pot. Like, sure, that, that could be kind of fun. Um, some of them were like, dig a little hole, and it's like, how many marbles of yours can you put in the hole versus mine? I did like this, uh, the, the Sun Mom one where they did like a like a cornhole bit. Yeah. Like a, like a, like a ski ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, that so was cool. Where they had like multiple targets and stuff um, worth different points. Yeah. So, like, I, I mean, the marbles is always entertaining as it was in the show because you get to a point where it's like, you are suddenly possibly getting rid of like your friend in the game, and like that's yeah. always makes for good TV. So that that makes the, sense the, that that would be in the top. The one the one last bit that I'll say about this is the two annoying people, the one that eliminated the guy with the advantage, like the two friends that kept saying like you know right. everyone's in clicks and we're not. Like they kept right. crying about everything. The problem that I had was their game. They made it so dramatic. Yeah. Meanwhile, you see them trying to throw into a flower can, right? Okay, like like a watering can that had a handle over top of the hole. Right, like right, right. you couldn't find a pot. Yeah. <laughs> There's a million pots so around there, or just dig a hole with your hand for five <laughs> seconds. Yeah, that was that was stupid. Number two, warship. This was cool. It was like a big version of battleship. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> this was cool. Now the only thing that would suck is yeah, like you could technically be on the winning team and still be eliminated because your yeah. ship got sunk. Like that's that part kind of sucks, you know? Um, cuz yeah, if I still would have done the tug of war bit, you know that Yeah, I think they were trying to change Go it ahead. up. No, no, I know it's like the internet here sucks right now. Um, but uh <laughs> I I think I think they were trying to cuz the tug of war bit, the only th- I, I I know what you're saying, but the problem is with that is I, th- I feel like you are kind of leaning on. I mean, if you just put together a team of like the biggest, strongest people, it's pretty darn yeah. likely they're gonna win. And well, like, I, you know. I, I think, I think, I think what you're saying is that, which I, un- I totally understand, I totally agree with, which is the point of they wanted to switch it up because of the sole fact that people were thinking it was tug of war. So they yeah. had like, oh, the strong guys on this one team, and all of a sudden they lost. Like that one big, big bad bully that whatever his number was that thought he was the, the coolest guy. He's like, I'm going to be in the submarine because it's only two. And then he got out first. That yeah. was great. <laughs> you don't go in the twosie, I feel like. I mean, like, I think you go in at least three. At least a th- the threesie. Because, like, I understand the logic of being like, oh, well, like, two might be hardest to find. But also, it's like, if they do find it, you're done. Basically, like you're screwed. You're out. Yeah. So, like, I like kind of be. You don't want to be in the biggest one, obviously. Um, but yeah, that was pretty cool. This that, that that was a neat twist. And then number one, glass bridge. Yeah, we kind of talked about that already. Of course. Yeah. Um, where yeah, that one. It was interesting that nobody tried to, um, like, in the show, like they were trying to figure out if they could tell the glass being different from like the, yeah. the real glass versus the tempered glass or whatever it is um so like it's interesting that nobody even that wasn't even mentioned on this one of like i mean they looked pretty darn similar to me like on the you know just watching i think they were TV. the same glass it was just <clears throat> oh which one is a trap door or not like pretty that's much. that's it you're right no that's a good point it's like yeah one was a trap door or not so they, they were the same they were probably rigged the exact same um, so yeah, pretty cool, pretty cool show. I'm 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 excited for the finale. Um, I don't know which of the three I'm rooting for. You know, like <clears throat> I guess May, I, just because she's from uh, Fairfax County, Virginia, which is kind of cool. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I didn't know that until like literally episode seven. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it showed her the first time I saw that, and I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Um, yeah. But because uh, yeah, it's like her, the long-haired guy. 
Paul, I think is his name, and then Phil. It's Phil. Phil. No, you're right, Phil. Oh. And then, and then the other gay guy, right? <laughs> yeah, it's like Sam or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see. Three different people. Three very different people. Um, we're <laughs> we're we're running a little long here, so we'll just hop into the daily dozen to finish off the show today. Let's uh, the do it. Program. Um, How many did we get last time? Six. No, we got seven. Yeah, I feel like yeah, we had seven. We missed two last time. Um, <laughs> all right, NFL. After starting for a year in place of an injured Tom Brady in New England, Matt Castle spent four seasons as a starting quarterback of what AFC from 2009 to 2012? Is that the Chiefs? Or the am I Chiefs. Wrong? Yeah, the okay. Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, that's what I thought. MLB. In 2012, third baseman Chase Headley won a gold glove silver slugger in the league. And uh, in RBIs while printing for what National League West team? I believe this is the Diamondbacks. Does that ring a bell at all for you? For some reason, I was thinking of the Rockies, but I'll go. I'll go with the D-backs. Oof! Now you've got me double, double guessing. So, like, Let's like go Diamondbacks, Rockies. and if we have to yeah. double dip, we'll go back. To I got the Rockies. you. <laughs> golf. This Irish golfer won. I don't the even know if I'm right. To be honest with you. <laughs> This Irish golfer won the Open Championship back-to-back years in 2007-2008 and is set to enter the World Golf Hall of Fame in 2024. So I believe it's Padraig Harrington. Yeah, it's Padraig. Padraig, yeah, whatever. Okay, good, good, good. God, I can't. Chase Headley. I, I mean, I swear to God he played for the Diamondbacks. Uh, while Kazakhstan is very close, only two countries border Mongolia, China to the south and this country to the north. Oh my God! Um, <laughs> I'm out. Two countries border Mongolia, so there's Mongolia, and it's China to the south. China. I thought Mongolia was a city. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, I, I mean, maybe Russia. I'm, I'm gonna say Russia. Yeah, that's exactly what I was about to say. I feel like that's that's gotta be it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, you think about it, you know where it's located. <laughs> okay. Oh. Uh, wait, uh, so San- this is Samuel and then and that's, that's uh, the girl uh, from SNL. No, it's not. You don't think so? No, no. You're thinking, uh, no, no, no. This is, um, so she was in the, the Black Panther movies, the, the newest one. Ah. The Woman King or whatever. So this is, um, and she was in that show, How to Get Away with Murder. She, she was also, um, not Lapita. It's uh, was it the? It, it wasn't she in? Oh, she can't be that that character then. Why am I forgetting her name? Is she Michonne from Walking Dead? I don't know. I don't watch the show. Oh. Um, what's her name? What is her name? <sighs> is it something with a king? No, it's not Regina. You're thinking of Regina King. It's not her. No, not Regina King. It's uh, good lord. Oh, we might have to just come back to this one. Yeah. But we know it was the other one, Samuel L. Jackson. Chain restaurants. In late 2006, what fast food chain released three branded Xbox games available to buy for $3.99 with the purchase of any value meal? I'm not an Xbox guy, so I have no idea. Wait, what? In late... Wait, say that... In late 2006, what fast food chain released three branded Xbox games available to buy for $3.99 with the purchase of any value meal? I don't know what the three branded Xbox games. So it's means. like you could buy basically like you buy a value meal and you can uh, 
and you get a, a game for an extra four bucks, like an Xbox game, along with your meal. So who would it do uh, something like that? Like Burger King or something? Definitely not. I would have to. You have to say the the big boys. So it wouldn't be Taco Bell. It wouldn't be a a, a local chain. It had to be a national chain. Um, I just don't think it would be Burger King. I would think it was either McDonald's or or maybe uh, McDonald's, Wendy's. Uh, I'll lean on you because I have no I have no memory of this. Me, um, you're an Xbox guy. <laughs> yeah, I didn't buy it at a value menu in 2006. The sophomore so high school. It might be McDonald's. Well, or I mean, think, or you think another one? I just think it has to be a big, big chain. That's yeah, national. no, I'm with you, big chain. But I mean, Burger King was a. a Do you want to try? Try, try it. Throw, 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 throw the I dice. I don't want to throw Burger King in there and get it wrong. I <laughs> guessed last time and I was wrong, so I need you to guess this time. Right, just go, with, go. I would go with. Go with. Uh, I don't think Wendy's does anything like this. I don't think so. Um, well, name name five chains. So you got McDonald's, five national chains. Yeah, McDonald's, Burger King, Taco Bell, Wendy's. I don't think Chick Fil A would do no. this. Um, so it's not them. Arby's. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's, do, let's just do McDonald's. All right, we'll just go with the. It's a chalk pick here. Yeah. Yeah. Not. I don't. I don't even know. Uh, joining the cast during season six, JB Smoove has played the character Leon Black. Oh, this is Curb. Curb your enthusiasm. And I, I think so. This is I, I. It came to my mind. This is Viola Davis. Ah, good. And nice. Samuel L. Jackson. Okay, so we'll, we'll at least get that. I know what you're saying though, because like this, this is not like Viola Davis, Davis's hair normally, so it's kind of weird. Yeah. Um, I thought it was Leslie Jones. Yeah, yeah, I, I knew, I, I knew what you were thinking. Okay, why is Samuel not showing up? And he was earlier. Okay, there it is. Jeez, Louise. Okay, nice. movies. Uh, what actor and comedian voices Marty the Zebra? Oh, that's Jason Bateman. Wait, wait, wait. No, 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 Chris Rock. Chris Rock. Chris Rock. Chris Rock. Jason Bateman. I was thinking of Zootopia. Zootopia. I was like, whoa, 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 what? Uh, Shake it like a Polaroid picture, famous lyric for Outcast song. I mean, that's so freaking chalk. Outcast. Hey, uh, um, all right, so let's use double dip on MLB, maybe. Yeah, I look the chain. I have no idea. Yeah, I, I don't remember that. Okay, so our options here are Dodgers, Rockies. Um, who am I blanking? Oh, Padres. Um, oh, could it be the Padres? It could be the Padres. But wasn't the Padres a wasn't that a recent answer too? Usually oh, they don't, don't double know. up on answers real quick. Real quick, I do it all but the that time. That was a week I mean. ago uh, yeah. when we last did it. I would say it's going to be either Rockies or Padres. Go with the Rockies, or no, go with the Padres. Yeah, go with the Padres. Okay. okay, I'm with. I I, <laughs> I agree with you on that. Yes. Okay. All, all right. right. So the only one we missed was this chain restaurants one. Um, by the way, the stats here: twenty-seven so percent uh, got wow. celebrity mashup. Golf, so you did a good job on that one, Patrick. Uh, MLB, 43%. 46, oh, yeah, so let's see. What's the... I can only think of two Irish golfers anyways. It was Burger King, you idiots. 
<laughs> I wasn't that should've confident thought, in the answer. Should, we, we should definitely should have thought about shot about. Shot about. Should have thought about just doing Burger King because Burger King is an odd. We already talked about that yet last week. Is they're right. they're an odd bird. So they I, would definitely I, I won't win blame you because $4. I wasn't that confident in my answer. So like I never uh, even heard of it. <laughs> I just thought it was that it was such a weird thing. And for some reason, yeah. Burger King and Xbox. I feel like there's a connection there. But uh, whatever. Yeah. We we eight for nine. BK, eight for nine. Have it your way, man. Have it your way. Have it your way. Um, I wonder if John Z would have had it his way. He he always has it his way. Uh, just I don't, I don't even want to say what I was gonna say. Um, <laughs> John Z uh, is gonna sing us out here. Uh, we will be back next week again. We get closer and closer to the holiday episode. The festive episodes coming up. Cannot Loving wait it. for that. What was it on like get Thursday hammered. night football where like uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick brought up? Festivus to the rest of the panel, and nobody had any idea what that was. It was it was well, on. That, that, that's, it was a, a that's an odd show. panel, man. That's yeah. an odd panel. A lot of these panels are freaking odd these days. Like for <laughs> this pregame stuff, you're like, what? Who are these people? I'm but surprised yeah. Chris and Thompson just did just fake it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, John. Oh yeah, Festivus. Take us out, my guy. <laughs>